0: cool what's going on everybody welcome back to living electric We've got a special guest today uh, Mariah from driver electric Columbus first met her and uh, her husband Todd back in 2018 I think I was looking for some drive electric events because I knew I wanted an EV and was kind of looking to meet some some local EV owners and came to a meeting and that's where our our paths first crossed, and now uh, I try to go to every meeting I can now, <laughs> and I'm and supporting the Drive Electric group. So, so definitely uh, happy to have you on here, Mariah. Well,
1: thanks for having me. Yeah, you know, we we always love enthusiasts as well as our vehicle owners um, at our Drive Electric meeting. So,
0: yeah. So, what's your what's your history with EVs? What kind of got you inter- interested in those initially? And then we can run through like all the vehicles because you've had you've had a decent amount at this point, right?
1: Um, well we just have the two. We've got a third one on order. Um Right. right?
0: It's mostly <laughs> that's that's more than a lot of people, I can tell you that. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. We we hear that quite a lot. Um so we first started we had a hybrid electric vehicle first. Um and we were the first ones to order one. Um in two thousand nine we ordered a two thousand ten Ford Fusion hybrid um from a Ford dealership here in town. We placed an order sight unseen for that vehicle, which has now become like the common theme for us that we're never <laughs> going to touch a vehicle before we own it.
0: Right. Um, but
1: we picked that up and we were the first ones here in town to have it. Ford actually got it to us a couple weeks early because um, that was the year that, I think it was like Adam won American Idol but they gave one away on the show and they had a whole promotional. And so they wanted us to have ours out in neighborhoods, um, so that we could show it off and talk to people about, you know, here's a hybrid vehicle and here's, you know, how people drive those. Um, so we've been in touch with clean fuels, Ohio, ever since 2010, whenever we received that car. Um, so then in 2017, AEP, um, one of our local power providers here, they ran a humongous like promotional where they would give $10,000 back as an instant rebate um, for Nissan Leafs. And we saw that in the newspaper on Wednesday. And on Saturday, we bought ourselves a brand new Nissan Leaf. Um, so we've been <laughs> driving fully electric since 2017. Um, it's been a great commuter car. I mean, the Leaf has its limitations, you know, if you're trying to travel a lot. It's not something I recommend to people, but if you're just looking for a good commuter, a nice solid entry level EV, you know, at a good price point, it's it's a great you know car for that. Um, and then in 2019, we decided we wanted to expand you know our electric fleet here at our house, and so we started looking around um, late 2018, early 2019 at what we wanted. Um, and after a little bit of research, we realized that the Mustang Mach-E which was my dream car still probably is to some degree <laughs> um, was not going to be on market in time. Um, Cause our daughter's old car, she had a Mazda at the time was just going to die and we needed know. to replace <laughs> her car. So we were trying to pass her one of our old cars. And so we were like, gonna, gonna go for it. What are we going to get? We needed something that had well over 200 miles of range um, because I was making a trip every week to my grandparents' estate dealing with things, um, and they are 175 miles away, and there is next to no infrastructure in that section (laughs) of the state. Right. So we decided on the Nero because it has an EPA-listed 239 miles, but we were seeing across Europe where it was already broadly available that the vehicle was getting closer to 300 in good weather. And far exceeding the 239, you know, even in cooler weather. And so we were like, that's what we're going to get. You cannot get them in Ohio at the time. So we tried everything we could. We worked with local dealerships. And then we just decided, well, we're going to make this happen one way or the other, no matter what Kia Corporate says. (laughs) And so we started making calls. And on Good Friday, we got a call from a dealership in the D.C. area saying, hey, if you guys make your way over to D.C., we have a car waiting for you. And we were like, (laughs) when? And they said Saturday. I was like, okay, so it might be time to tell you we're 425 miles away.
2: (laughs) Surprise. (laughs) A
1: little tiny distance, you know, nothing big. Um, Could you hold it till Monday? And they said, sure, with a deposit. So we put a deposit down by phone and we started route planning um, and we decided to get a one-way rental car because we didn't want to, have to split up for the way home Mm. and so we went and picked up our nero on you know monday morning which happened to be earth day that year so we bought a car on earth day and we made it home with our car um and it wasn't even listed on kia's website as available yet and there happened to be a different podcast from you guys um with tom and (laughs) alex who were talking about people starting to have the neros at home and they were like there's even this couple from Ohio that picked up a Nero somewhere, and they're already posting pictures of it back in Columbus. And so the first week we had our car, we did a little over 1,000 miles. Our very first test drive of it was the 425 miles home. Wow. Um, and so that's that's been kind of our adventure story. And then last year um, on the very opening day, you know, within the first – five minutes my husband pressed the button during the video for the Ford F-150 and we've now got one of those not just on reservation but on order um, so we'll be getting a lariat with uh, extended range battery and tow package and all the works um, May 16th is our build week so wow. we're, we're looking forward to that so we're aimed at that very soon
2: <laughs> wow that's a lot sooner than I thought like I, like I've seen on Twitter a lot of people are getting like VINs for the lightning But that's great only a month and a half away
1: (laughs) we've had our vin number for a couple weeks um and we we got issued our build date a couple weeks ago um there's we know that one of the dealerships here in town will have theirs being built the week of the 11th of april um so we're hoping it comes in you know pretty quick after that we have no idea so but all the dealerships are receiving a mannequin you know like a sample model so mm-hmm. everybody can look for those to start hitting dealerships probably late April or early May and go check them out everywhere. So
0: Nice. They're not selling those yeah. then. They're just kind of like showing They vehicles. have to hold
1: onto them. They are required by Ford to hold them for 6 months.
0: Okay. So wow. Gotcha. They can
1: have them out on their lot. They can let people touch them. They can go for test drives, whatever, but they gotcha. can't sell them for the first 6 months. So
0: Okay. Wow. I like how Ford's gone that route with a lot of their Lightning stuff, kind of like being a little bit more pr- protective and keeping prices down. Because I know it's just insane with the dealer markups and everything else. I know Brandon just yeah. dealt with a ton of that, so they, <laughs> yeah, they've been very,
1: you know, proactive of tracking down dealerships that are doing too big a markups and having some conversations with them and stuff. So it's it's interesting. There's still people that are going to pay markups happily, right. you know, but we've been tracking down dealerships here in town and so far crossing my fingers yeah. nobody has been reporting in two bigger ones right in columbus proper we've got a couple suburban dealerships that have had some rumored markups but we've just <laughs> let people know where they can take their order instead so yeah. Yeah. That way they're <laughs> right. not dealing with that
2: so. yes. Exactly. Yeah, I, I dealt with that when I was car shopping with pretty much every EV except for the one we, you know, picked up our Model Three. Every one yeah. we test drove had a markup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
1: we're, I'm always on top of you know tracking what the prices are, you know, and I mean if you see like a five hundred dollar markup, I usually won't steer people away from a dealership, but if they're you know dropping five grand. I'm like, you know, who doesn't have that? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: do you? So, yeah, there's no reason for that. I mean, I know um, what the market is right now, and I know there's supply demand problems, but that's still just not that's not kosher. We're not going to play like that, right? So.
0: Yeah. yeah. Nice. So, when did you first get involved with Drive Electric Columbus? Was it around 2017 when you got the uh, got the Leaf?
1: Yep. So we, we picked it up right after Earth Day. So we'd missed, you know, all the big Earth Day events. Um, but they had a couple little summer things that we weren't, unfortunately, we were not able to line up in our schedules to attend. But then National Drive Electric Week rolled around and we went to an event um, that they were hosting for, you know, the drive electric groups that they were trying to kick off right then. And so we started becoming involved in. And then in 2018, whenever they had a change of some of their paid staff, Um, at Clean Fuels for the drive electric programming. They were looking for people in each city, you know, they had lined up to take over the roles of leading the groups on a volunteer basis. And so, you know, I I did not step up at first. (laughs) I tried to pass it off to anybody and everybody else because I just didn't feel like I was qualified for that. Um, And so whenever I seen nobody else was going to do it, I was like, somebody has to we don't want to not have a group right you know we need we need to be promoting these and so I was like okay you know the old adage comes back that if you want something done you've got to do it yourself so I, <laughs> yeah, just, right. I stepped up kind of kind of in a big way but
0: no definitely kind of definitely in a big do. way yeah yeah I can't I can't for the listeners I can't appreciate you you and you and Todd enough like for everything you do for the group it's been like yeah. amazing and definitely like a model for what other what other local groups should look like because yeah a great yeah. sense of community a great like we always have great turnouts at events like even though evs are still very new always learn a lot like get a lot of good questions it's it's been a great experience
1: yeah well thanks we try really really hard yeah. <laughs> and we try to keep in touch with all of the other groups too to either involve them in what we are doing where we have contests and challenges we've now taken a couple of our statewide um, where we run programs like Driving on Sunshine. Not only have I tried to tie that into my work with a solar nonprofit, but I've also got Dayton is coming on board this year, and they're going to run their own, you know, Driving on Sunshine campaign. They're just doing theirs for a weekend where we do ours as like a month-long thing, but they're going to sign up houses and have people go, you know, on a solar tour and charge their EVs at each other's homes. So, you know, we just, we just keep trying to grow it and help everybody else come up with fun
0: ideas too. Right. Yeah.
2: We, we definitely appreciate that up here at Drive Electric Northeast Ohio. The influence is felt (laughs) (laughs) and it's good because it seems like it just, it seems like our group up here is growing and like people are coming to more events, you know, we're getting more vehicles, more participation. So I just want to thank you. And, you know, I've been to Drive Electric Columbus events too, and, uh, it's a blast. So, (laughs)
1: We had a pretty good time with them. I mean, yeah, we overlapped at the um, Mid Ohio Electric Cooperative event Um that I remember. You were yep. there. With your, I did donuts at in the, the parking time. lot. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> you didn't even realize how great a turn radius you had with them. Yeah, right,
2: that's all everybody was pointing at the and yeah, like, pointing do their Yep. Everybody is pointing their cameras at me. <laughs>
1: yeah, even these guys that were standing in there and they were like, Electric cars, do you know? I don't want one of those. And then they were out there and they were all like, I think that has a better turn radius than the tractor. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I know. Was funny, right? I was
1: like, Yep. We're always compared to either golf carts or now tractors, I guess. So. <laughs>
2: right.
0: Never works. It's <laughs> funny.
2: So. Mariah, I actually have a question for you regarding like advocacy. So um, prior to your Ford Fusion hybrid, which I have to say, I actually do remember the advertisements that were running with American Idol. Um, <laughs> I do remember that. Um, it's funny. It like unlocked my memory when you said that. Um, <laughs> have you always been passionate about like sustainable energy and like, um, you know, like uh, different forms of transportation or is that something you kind of found yourself in?
1: Not, not so much the energy aspect of it um, until more recently. Um, maybe just in general, knowing that you should leave behind things in better condition than you find them. Um, and I think that applies as a whole to Earth as well. You know, I I don't have another planet to go to. So if I don't find <laughs> ways to help take care of this one, you know, I'm kind of out of luck. So I, I've always worked on that. Part of it but not so much you know and at the time we were looking at the hybrid as a way to save a little bit of money we were getting into you know i mean that's 14 years ago so our daughter was really intensely into ballet at the time we were driving six plus days a week um, and our other vehicle was several years old and not very efficient and it just made a fuel efficiency you know side of that so I've spent most of my adult life, pretty much all of my adult life until very recently, as a stay at home mom. And so, you know, I would always be like, I'm just a mom, but I'm commuting, you know, 500, 800 miles a week, depending on what everybody's schedule was for stuff. So, always having fuel efficiency in mind was very important.
2: Okay. Yeah, that, that's a lot of driving to do in a week. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Like I said, very intensely into ballet. She went through really <laughs> professional programs and, wow. you know, did, wow. did some of the international type competitions and everything else, so,
2: wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, we
1: did a lot of driving.
2: Yeah, I can imagine. At the time, the Ford Fusion Hybrid was very efficient. I think it got, what, like 500 miles on a full tank or something like um, that?
1: 6.42, I think, was what we wow. would usually clock in right around there. So Dang. it was like 42 miles to the gallon for city driving. So Wow. It,
0: wow.
1: Yeah for for a gas car you couldn't couldn't meet that that's still what she's driving right now whenever we get the truck <laughs> we're going to move her into the leaf but that's still the vehicle she has today yeah. so
2: hey, that's awesome. I'm glad I'm happy to hear it's still running I've actually I've yeah. heard those are very reliable vehicles the fusion yep, hybrid its
1: battery still works she can still get you know I mean because it's just a hybrid and not a plug in hybrid there's not mm-hmm. really you know that notification that you're going to switch or anything else but she still gets you know a little bit of a boost i think she's averaging like 36 miles to the gallon still with it wow. which i mean compared to things now isn't quite as efficient but for a car that's you know born in 2009 10
0: that's pretty <laughs> right. darn efficient
1: still for that
2: yeah. old of a vehicle yeah so. definitely that's great
0: <laughs> for uh I wanted want to switch back to like events and stuff with with drive electric is there um I want to hear like a what's the the most interesting or like best reaction you've had to like chatting with somebody that's new to EVs versus like maybe like the worst reaction or like a negative reaction you've gotten because I know we've gotten stuff on both ends of the spectrum.
1: So we we as a group have worked a lot of events. I mean, we came in whenever Smart Columbus was at their highlight and just kicking right. off their programming. Um, so we helped with the auto show and doing right seat drivers at the auto show, um, in 2018, that would have been, okay. um, so that was a really big year for it. They had, I think it was something like 16 vehicles there that we had out every 15 minutes for the four days of the show. So That's that was wild. like 12 hours a day. Every 15 minutes we were out with pretty much all of the vehicles all of the time. Um, wow. so that was, pretty intense um we had some interesting people back then you know that they would range from we my favorite story is the guy who thought you had to have the car plugged in all the time so it would work like (laughs) like a toaster basically in his opinion so he thought you'd plug in like at your neighbor's house and then you'd drive as far as the extension cord would reach you would get out of the car go unplug it you know, run the extension cord up the street to the next outlet and then drive like that again. And I was like, I don't even know how to answer. That is
0: not remotely how this works. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. He was
1: standing there explaining that to me and like two other people. And we're both, we're all just standing there. We're like, what are you? You cannot be serious. I'm like, how does your cell phone work, sir? And he was like, we charge it up overnight. I'm like, and that would be your car, but with wheels. You know, <laughs> I don't know where your car from with this but my my favorite people are always the ones that walk up and they're like well i need a car i can drive in the rain or i don't like having a dirty vehicle and i'm like you totally get the car wet i could probably get my car wetter than yours you know? <laughs> <Right. That's laughs> this, funny.
2: Isn't,
1: this isn't a thing at all you know i've joked that i'm going to rig up a picture of one hanging on a big hanger and be like dry clean only I <laughs> was to come up and ask that, but you know, we have, I have on occasion been sassy and been like, well, you just got to get yourself a big umbrella and run alongside the car. It just needs <laughs> two people to coordinate and oh they'll look gosh. at you like, what? And I'm like, yeah, you can drive in the rain. This is not a problem. You know, but That's funny. most people come up with just, you know, their normal, everyday questions. Right. We have some angry people on occasion. You know, the folks that talk about that we're dirtier than they are or that you know that i have money to burn i don't need an ev to save me money i'm like we're good for you you know for the rest of the population maybe they don't but you know have a merry day and keep moving so right but we try to focus on all the positives all the time
0: definitely yeah that's that's something we try to do too we get we get all kinds of YouTube comments like that all the time. So we definitely yeah. <laughs> empathize I with imagine. you there.
1: <laughs> I, just, I, I probably benefit occasionally from, you know, we have, most of the groups have a lot of guys at the table and whenever they walk up, you know, I'm pretty much at all of our events. Yeah. So I'm one of the first faces they see. I think that's a lot, hot, lot less hostile whenever I'm standing there usually <laughs> than fair. some of the groups have faced off with. It's probably harder to yell at me. Uh, number one, I'll yell back and number two you what know, <laughs> <laughs> they should be. So I'm like, oh go ahead, I dare you. Mom's gonna come out. You're not gonna like it.
2: Wow. Yeah, it, it's you know, thinking of like all the northeast Ohio events I've been to, I don't think we've had anybody come in like heated or like huh? at yeah, I mean, not that I've experienced That's yet. Good. I mean, I, yeah. I've had my fair share of conversations, you know, with like misconceptions and just misunderstanding, but I've never had like. to
1: get you to some rural Ohio events. I'll show you of it pretty quick for you. So, yeah, even some of our suburbs are very, very different um, on their population density and their attitudes toward it. So, and then we've worked events at places that people just didn't want to be interrupted with what they were doing. Um, like mm. the mall, um, they're they're very focused on what they're there for. So whenever we're an interruption, then their thought process is a lot different than those people that are going out for either a sustainability event or for a car event. You know, we don't usually p- hit those people at sustainability events or car events. We hit those people whenever we're out at everything else. Because right. I mean, I've I've been to you name it. We've been to it. You know, Pride, Art Festival, Jazz and Ribs Fest creekside festival over in gahanna and you know then clear down to athens county and stuff we've taken our our vehicles to a lot of different events so Mm -hmm. some of those definitely have different audiences
2: yeah we we definitely run into that with youtube (laughs) i've always found the best approach is thank you you know thank you for your question let's talk this through (laughs) no need to yell No need to yell. yeah
1: I like the delete yeah. button, so I probably
0: would not, be a good one.
2: yeah, actually, I just blocked my first I just blocked just my block. first person on youtube, so i i I normally take the approach like thank you, but just some of the words he called me, I'm like, yeah, nope, not not dealing with this today, so yeah. not worth the time yeah.
0: sometimes, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> So, um, Mariah, I wanted to ask you, with Earth Day coming up in a few weeks and, you know, being like an advocate for electric vehicles as well as like solar, could you give our listeners some advice on like if they're looking to get involved with like a local group, um, whether it's in Ohio or elsewhere?
1: Well, here in Ohio, we've got groups spread out all over the place. So you've got Drive Electric Cincinnati and Dayton um, in that corner of the state and then Athens EV Cruisers um, is one of our chapters. So if you're on the other corner of the south end of the state, um, here in central Ohio, it's Drive Electric Columbus. And then we have Northwest and Northeast Ohio. So no matter where you are, there's probably a group within probably 80 miles of you, maybe a little bit closer, you know, depending on what metro you know you're nearest to. Um, so you can approach any of those groups. All of our groups are completely inclusive no matter if you're an owner or if you're just looking at, you know, maybe having an EV in a few years, like Alex mentioned, that's how we met him, (laughs) you know? So we, we try to find ways to help, you know, everybody either in their EV journey or just to be involved with the group. Um, So they can approach any of our groups very easily. Um, The electric vehicle association is also out there and they're a good resource to reach out to if you're wanting to be involved with things, you know, and you're not in Ohio where we have all the drive electric chapters.
0: Yeah, I think the biggest thing, at least what I did initially, is just look for for events. I know like, mm-hmm. I don't know, is National Drive Electric Week is in September, I believe. But there's like, there's yep. events all over the country at that point. So if you're looking to go see a bunch of vehicles in person, that's probably the best week to do it. But there's, there's other events throughout the year all over the place. Yeah, drive
1: so. Electric Earth Day is any day of the month that we set it um, for the month of April okay so it's it's kind of the full month of events now um and then national drive electric week is i think this year the last week is September first week of October it just depends That's on high. you know where that week falls right so but yeah there's there's a ton of events for both of those and there's websites out there for both of those um it's like drive dot com um for Earth day and then I think it's national dot com for that one but you can just search them on your favorite search engine and find either one of those. Um, And then once on those sites, they have a place where you can plug in your zip code, and it'll take you to your closest event. So I think there's something like 12 events going on here in Ohio um, alone. And then there's some that are online. So if you're wanting to, you know, find out about things that maybe you're not comfortable going out in person yet, um, or there isn't something near you, there's a bunch of national events that are on the on the web so you can attend something we've we've ran a couple of those you know we've had like game night that we ran for one of ours and then we had a whole bunch of different speakers you know from all across the country for one of our online events back back in the days of the very you know lockdown pandemic so
2: yep yeah i do i do remember the game night wasn't that last year
1: yeah that was last year for earth day so we did all (laughs) kinds of things we had (laughs) trivia we had you know, like the photo things where we'd show you little pictures and you had to turn them into words and phrases. And, you know, we tried to <laughs> try to have a little bit of everything for everybody. So we I think we only had one winner of a prize from Ohio. The rest of our prizes went all over the country. So <laughs> Wow. Uh, we've had a ton of people watch that since then, which always amazes me that I'm like, you know. I always joke that either I'm very entertaining or I'm a train wreck and you just can't look away. (laughs) I don't know that I care which it is because people tend to stick with whatever we're doing. So I'm like, that's important.
2: I think that's an important characteristic to have as a game show host, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think I... For
1: anything we're doing meeting-wise, too, you know? Because I'm like, once people come in, they stick with our meetings. (laughs) Somebody was like, why do you think that is? And I'm like, well... Let's be honest here. There's only one of two things. Either it's entertaining or it's a train wreck. So.
0: That's funny. That's right. I think I, I think I completely screwed up one of the game nights when I hopped on one of the calls because I hopped on late and I didn't realize it was like a silent game where it was like everybody wrote down their answer and we like reviewed at the end. So I hopped on in the middle of one of the questions and I was like gung-ho ready to go on this, uh, on like one of the questions. And I like unmute my mic and like yell the answer out, out loud. (laughs) Didn't realize we were supposed to, we're not supposed to be doing that. So So Mariah had to keep me in check there and remind me what I was, what I was supposed to be doing. (laughs) Can
1: we recap the rules? We've had people do that. I think every time we've had game nights, we've done trivia three times, I think now, and you know, we've just not found a really good way to have people ring in. You know, somebody said that you could do like Kahoot and Mm -hmm. have people play games, but we have some older users and getting back to the inclusive part of it, they struggle with technology as a whole. So having them go into an unfamiliar, you know, user setting and then trying to play something with us, I felt like that's not, it's not necessarily very fair that they wouldn't be able to participate to the same level. So we just try right, to keep everything yeah. in Zoom that we can.
0: Definitely.
2: So are you guys doing another game night this month? Or uh, I guess Earth Day uh, 2022?
1: <laughs> no. So I have signed myself up between work with the solar stuff and <laughs> the we can, can drive electric stuff. I am attending, I think, six Earth Day events now, um, spread all across the state. So I have not tried to take on anything virtual. Um, Though so my company does have a movie viewing for the Electrified movie, um, and that'll be a public interface event. So if oh. anybody's wanting to see the Electrified documentary thing that they ran a couple years ago, um, they're also going to have some speakers tied to that, like a whole panel discussion. So if anybody's wanting to see that, you know, that's an option. You know, that you can tune in. Um, there will be information up on Plug in America's National Drive Elect. Well, Drive Electric Earth Day. I always want to (laughs) spit out the wrong letters. (laughs) They're they're both ran by the same organization. So twice a year, I get to deal with, you know, all those same folks whenever we're (laughs) registering all the events. So in my head, they're just one big Drive Electric (laughs) (laughs) event. Right. (laughs)
0: That's
2: funny. So uh, just to jump back, it's called the Electrified Movie. I've never heard of that before.
0: Um,
1: Oh. I'm not going to go pull it up. I started to like Google search it. (laughs) It's called Electrified. I don't think it has movie in the title. I think it's just Electrified. Um, It's like a 40-minute documentary that was taped in 2019, I believe, about where electrification was right then. Hmm. Um, And so Solar United Neighbors is going to be hosting a viewing of that. Um, They've done a few of these different like movie type theme nights and stuff. Um, So they're going to be doing that one. I don't know the date of it off the top of my head, but I know that we were talking about registering it as a, you know, drive electric Earth Day event, just so that people could find it easier. And so, there's no reason not to tie those two events together, right. since yeah. it's an electric vehicle movie and you know, open to anybody who wants to watch it. So
0: definitely, wow, I cool. Feel cool. Like if we I'm get that slacking. link, yeah, <laughs> if we get that link, we'll have to we'll throw it in the show notes here if anybody else wants to wants to join. So.
2: Yeah.
1: I can, I can look it up and see if they've got
0: it posted yet. So. Yeah, that'd be wow. perfect. Minutes.
2: I know I will definitely be joining because <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen that before. <laughs> so it'll be good to see.
0: Uh, I was going to say as, as part of drive electric Columbus, I've seen you have uh, get to go to a lot of cool events, but outside of hosting them, you've gone to see a few times, a um, couple other car shows. What's been kind of the best experience at a non hosted event, I guess. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, CES is a ton of fun. So that's the Consumer Electronics Show. It's held in Vegas. Um, The last time we went in person was 2020. Um, I think that there was something like I don't know, know, (laughs) 300,000 people there. Um, So it's it's huge. Um, It's so much walking. Um, We I think we took in about a third of the show total and we were there the full time and just on the move you know eight to 12 hours a day and you still just cannot catch everything so um it's it's really intense it's a ton of fun um you have to have industry connections to make it into there we just use the club for that just because you know we if we're running it we might as well enjoy some benefits from it so <laughs>
0: yeah right
1: <laughs> so that that was the first credentialed event that we made it into with the group and then this year okay. we took in a couple different auto shows um mm-hmm. chicago's really great if you're just you know anybody can attend it um and then we went to the industry and media days of Motor Bella which was this year's Detroit auto show equivalent because they were still holding it outdoors. Mm. Um, so we got to ride around in the lightning um, and touch a bunch of different vehicles and stuff ahead of release. Bollinger was there, which, I mean, they're not a vehicle company anymore. That's We got to see Byton at CES. Now they're not a company anymore. So it's been interesting. You can't get attached to anything you're seeing at those shows.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the,
1: First, big thing you have to learn with that. You may not ever see it again.
2: <laughs> yeah. I know I'm sad about Biden, to be honest. Well, Biden, not Biden, Biden. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm sad that, that that fell through because it looked very promising, like, you know, with the big yeah. screen and like the way that they were developing it. It's,
1: and, I mean, it's some sad. of what happened to them financially was, you know, COVID caused. And mm-hmm. there were so many cars that the year 2020, so CES was in January. We always joke that it was probably their first big super spreader event. Nobody realized it Um, because everybody came home. We all thought it was the con cred that we had, you know, and instead now we all have to wonder, oh, was I an early adopter of COVID? So, (laughs) But we we came home and we're looking at all these different cars and they were all aimed at, um, I don't know, one of the European shows, one of the big European shows and so they had all their displays set up and all the car manufacturers were shipping their cars and then covid shut it down and it just that kind of expense having their prototype vehicles tied up for months you know in these displays where they couldn't get them released they couldn't go get them even if they could get them released it it really did in a bunch of the little tiny startups that were trying to make a go of it it was it was just so sad to see happening to them and there's there's nothing you could do you know, you're just watching from the outside on all of that,
0: mm-hmm. right? Is there a is there a vehicle you're most excited about now, or a company you're most excited about right now? Since you're kind of in the thick of it um, with with EVs, I mean all
1: the pickup trucks, of course, <laughs> yeah. you right? Know, I have come from a very rural area of Ohio. Those pickup trucks are a game changer. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been watching them, you know, aim at us for years now. It feels like forever. Between Rivian and the Ford F-150. I mean back what 2019 they did the whole pickup truck towing a train kind right. of you know <laughs> yeah. stuff. So it's been it's been fun to watch, but it's time that we actually get those trucks on market, not just look at them at a distance. Right. Um, so the pickup trucks are a big one for me, but you know, I some of the different manufacturers that are coming out with them and just having models that are normal to market. Are always, I think, good moves. You know, the Blazer and the Equinox, and you know, the Aria, even from Nissan, and watching them move over to CCS Combo instead of Chatmo and to having, you know, instead of an air cooled battery, having a liquid cooled battery. <laughs> right. It's really good to see them making that transition.
2: Yeah, yeah, and and I think that that's why we're going to see a lot of success with like Rivian, you know, the Volkswagen ID. Four and uh, the BMW iX is because they are in a normal form factor. You know, they're right. not anything that's like out of the ordinary anymore. They're they're normal vehicles. And I I think I mean Rivian is selling like crazy. They're delivering thousands of them. <laughs> yes. Which is great. <laughs>
1: And it's so cool to be able to spot those on the road. I constantly play. Whenever I'm out in public, everybody always laughs at me. Because like an EV will drive by and I shout out what it is. (laughs) And at this point, it's like an involuntary reflex that I have. (laughs) (laughs) I always have to warn people because, you know, I was, whenever we were over at Edison last year for National Drive Electric Week, whenever I was there talking to them ahead of time, A model Y drove by, and without even missing a beat, mid-conversation, I just shouted out model Y, and then (laughs) went right in with my sentence. And the poor guy is looking at me like, what just happened? And I'm like, I am so sorry. I play this game where I identify the cars, and I'm like, and I guess now you're playing too. So...
0: (laughs) That's, funny. That's
1: just, just what we do with it. But it's, it's fun to see different ones now that mm. I can identify out there instead of just, you know, before you drive along. And if I seen a Bolt and a Leaf for the day and, you know, a Tesla or two, I was super excited. And now if I come home and I didn't see something different in the mix, I'm like, dang, I need to drive around more.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> I know.
1: Where are all the other cars? Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, I feel the exact same way. Whenever I'm out on the road, I'm looking at things. We actually saw our first I-4 here in Cleveland. That was pretty cool to see on the streets. Um, yeah, it, it's awesome. We saw an Ionic 5 recently and EV6. It's cool to see them. Like, finally, we're seeing them on the road. <laughs> yeah. and
1: I, yeah. I, We have, well, we're about to have a third fast charger at the exit we live off of. So we're on the mm. farthest west exit um, for Columbus. So whenever you're coming in on 70 where, you know, the Rome Hilliard exit, which is the first exit you're hitting coming in from like anywhere to the west of town. And it makes it the opposite as they're leaving town where the last stop you can hit. So we've got three different brands of fast chargers now at our exit. Um, so electrify America frequently gets all kinds of unique vehicles. Um, I have found school buses there twice now, which is very exciting. Really? So whenever the wow. school buses are there charging, I'm always like, going to post a picture of you and <laughs>
2: well, it's a perfect location kind of for what
1: it. i'm doing you know or what yeah. where i'm bound to i go by all of the stations each time and just i'll take pictures i jump out and talk to people i give them business cards and stickers and i hit them up and i'm like do you want to come to an event you know how about we come to you and do an event where can we see the school bus as a group you know <laughs> Hi, EV6 six driver, where are you from? And, yeah. you know, Rivians. Oh, we don't have those in town yet. Where Where do you hail from? Can we get you to come out to our, you, you want to come to Earth Day? You know, and <laughs> people are all like, great. It's just this woman jumping out at us at the <laughs> charging station. <laughs> I think it's good for them. Let them know that, they, you know, somebody thinks you're super special, if nothing yeah. else. So.
2: Yeah. And at it, least you're showing up in an EV. Second. So, right. yeah, yes. yeah, it's not like you're showing yes. up in like an old Camry or something like that, you know. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs>
1: you know I don't, you know, I mean, unless my daughter's over visiting, we don't even have a, anything with gasoline in it in our house. All of our lawn equipment is electric. You know, we've got 42 solar panels and a battery in the basement. So we usually, you know, use our own power all day long for things. And then we have the two electric cars. So I can't even like take my lawnmower and go meet them without taking something electric <laughs> along. <laughs> There's no chance that. They're gonna have me showing up in a Camry.
2: You're right, a awesome. you
1: Toyota product. The extra wouldn't show up in it, but... yeah.
2: <laughs> Well, when you That's do get your lightning, thing. bring your bring your lawnmower. You should just do that next time you, <laughs> you see someone at the charger. <laughs> just push right. it past
0: the, uh, past the fast charger and see what. <laughs> what people just, <laughs> say. <laughs> well, it, fits
1: back the, it fits in the back of either of our cars. We know that because we got the you know the lawnmower while we had the Leaf, and um, so there we were with our Leaf who it was maybe you know not even a month old and off we went to Lowe's and we're like load up an electric lawnmower and we had we went in on an exchange day that they were having so we had to take our old gas mower and turn it in in order to get a special price on the electric lawnmower (laughs) so there we were we were like we're loading up gas in our electric car you know (laughs) is it going to revolt against us here so, but it didn't protest at all which was good
0: so that's funny yeah that's cool you've gone you've gone fully electric when did you get your solar installed because i think it was right before i came out to do the video on it i think it was a f- yeah so urn. i
1: think yeah last year whenever we were part of your video
0: for the solar we were pretty new to it um we had ours
1: installed so we started exploring it a little bit before we got it, um, but we went through the co-op process, which I mean, I wasn't attached to Solar United Neighbors at all back then, but we went through a co-op here in town um, that kicked off in like late January of 2020. Um, so we had co-op meetings and then we were supposed to be having selection committee on like March 18th, I think it was. Hmm. So. That got shut down and moved online. We were the very first co-op to have any online events in the whole country. Um, So we went solar through that process and due to some supply chain issues um, with our inverters and a couple other pieces of our equipment, we didn't have our installation complete until November. Um, And even then, (laughs) the solar installer loaned us one of the inverters um until February whenever our second inverter came in and then they came out and exchanged them so we were operational for a couple months on a borrowed (laughs) inverter yeah it made it made it really interesting so but we have two inverters a backup interface um a 10 kilowatt hour battery and then 42 panels with 18 of them south 12 east and 12 west so we make we make pretty good sun all day we've been making a little over a megawatt a month so
0: dang
2: wow yeah. I, I was just about to ask what your daily, um, man, I'm like, sorry, it's been a very long day. I was going to say daily <laughs> creation. Is that, is that is that a good way to say that? Production, sunshine, production, daily production. <laughs> is
1: that, you know, instead of saying that we make power from sunshine, my brain just is like, we make sunshine. And then I have to like, wait a minute, let's back that up. <laughs> I am not making sunshine. I am, you know, my roof is now properly absorbing it, you know, absorbing it in a positive way instead of just, you know, taking on that heat and yeah. reflecting things back off. So, um, but I mean, it varies seasonally on how much we make, but like February, we came out with, we owed the power company $18 for February. And wow. that was with snow on the panels for a couple of days. And, you know, we made a couple of big trips because we went to Chicago and back. So we were charging pretty intensely, you know, both ends of that um, to prepare and then to charge up on return. We had a couple other days that we went different places. So, you know, even with high power consumption that month, we made pretty decent, you know, power. So we have a very power intense house. Most houses do not need (laughs) 42 panels, (laughs) you know, but with two electric cars, electric lawn equipment, we've been, my husband is collector of all things computer. Um, So, (laughs) yeah, we have, we have a very high power draw here. We'll, we'll probably be even up this month. So we'll probably be owed money by the power company from now until November. So we usually, you know, last year, that's what we've seen. Like March, we had our first break even month and we were even up until November. So like November, December, January, we owe a tiny bill. And then February on well, we start seeing it kind of try to balance out. If not, that we're completely owed money by AEP. So Wow. Just a nice feeling.
2: Yeah, that is a nice feeling. (laughs) And just so for for my out of of my curiosity, as well as like our listeners, can you go into more detail of how the co-op works? Like if somebody was interested in doing that to get solar?
1: Yeah, so so Solar Nine Neighbors runs these co-ops and they're sort of like a buying club. There's no fees to join, but because we're taking one installer, you know, 50 to 200 houses all at once that are interested in going solar, then they are able to get a better price on that. Um, And then in our free time around running co-ops, we work on a lot of policy things. So, you know, I think before you guys started recording, I was talking about the fact that I've been working on um, helping to promote and advocate for and raise awareness of the HOA bill here in Ohio so that people have better access even within planned communities to being allowed to go solar Um, because there's no consistent rules right now. And we're not looking to say, You know, everybody has to be allowed to go solar, but we would like everybody to be able to option into it. You know, if they're wanting to buy it and it's on their own roof, Mm -hmm. why can't they be allowed to do that? So we're just trying to advocate for good policy. Um, In some of our states, we have net metering battles. Net metering is where the power company is buying the power back. Um, Here in Ohio, we're very fortunate that we have some pretty good rules into play for that. But, you know, like Indiana and Florida, not so not so hot on those right now. Um, Arizona and California. Well, Arizona is one of our states, California is not. But California has a big net metering battle about to happen. You know, Arizona lost theirs a couple years ago. So but we we work on that that way. So whenever you join a co op, though, like Cuyahoga County has one coming up in April, you know, Columbus has one coming up late in the summer. Um, Right now we're in the Miami Valley here in Ohio. So you would just say that you're interested, you visit our website, um, register, we have like classes where we talk about what solar is, what the different parts of a panel are, how the different parts of the system play well together, you know, what the different terms are so that people understand, you know, what the difference between a kilowatt and a kilowatt hour is, you know, because to some folks, those are all the same thing. You know, we get so used to hearing those with cars that we take for granted that people don't understand that outside of those conversations. Um, but then after the class if you want to sign up you can and if you don't want to you know you can move on your merry way we're not going to track you down or anything Um, we have a selection committee where everybody that's in the co-op gets to come and vote um, for which installer they like the best we collect bids from the installers usually we see them offer 10 to 20 percent as a discount I know after we had our installation we figured it out and the going rate of it compared to what we paid was about a twelve percent difference, which you know whenever you're looking at, in our case, a forty thousand dollars system, twelve percent is a significant chunk of change. Um, and then right now, still for the federal, there's a twenty six percent tax credit. So you get back twenty six percent, which I mean with the EVs, we're all used to seeing that seventy five hundred you know twenty six percent of some of these systems is a is a big chunk too. Mm-hmm. So, but we just try to help promote awareness of all those things and help, you know, people have an understanding of it. It's just a little bit simpler than collecting, you know, three or four bids yourself and trying to compare those because all the companies will tell you different things that you need, you know, and
0: right. they,
1: they might be right. They might not be, you know, some of them will try to sell you things that you can't use, you know, but we'd, we'd like to think that they aren't like that, but we, we watch out for people to make sure that it isn't like that. And we watch out for all people with that. We have a very inclusive and diverse group of associates that work on our programs to make sure that nobody's being taken advantage of no matter what community they reside in. So our rural neighbors get the same rates as our you know neighborhoods of opportunity and our you know neighborhoods that might be more affluent and able to afford them even without a co-op so
2: Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. If, if I if I wasn't moving, I would totally jump in on that right now because we've been <laughs> wanting solar on our house. But um, yeah, regarding you mentioned in Cuyahoga County, there's a co-op coming up next month. Is that what you said? Yeah. Is that something that like if even if I just wanted to sit in and learn about it, could I do that or do I have Absolutely. to? Absolutely. Okay. We, we
1: have people attend that aren't even from the correct state um, wow. just because it lines up with their, with their schedule. Wow. So you, if you go to the solarunitedneighbors.org website, you'll see, you know, all the different states that we work in. And even if you're not going solar, you can, you know, write into us and we will look over bids with you that you've collected from somebody else um, and help you decide which one really is the best offer. Um, you can attend any. We have these info sessions and solar 101, we call them, and we'll just go over all the different parts and pieces of it. So And you might be catching some of our, you know, associates. Like right now, I'm in training to get my NABCEP. I don't know what that stands for. It's NABCEP. It's it's like a solar training program. So I'll have you know an associate with that. But you know, other people have finished that. You know, I I come from a very mainstream background. I finished high school. I did a little bit of college. You know, burned out and didn't even finish that. So you're going to hit some of the people that have, you know, multiple master's degrees that are going to talk to you about it. And then you're going to hit other folks like me. that are just like, here's solar. And I'm excited (laughs) talk about it together, you know? So, but it just depends on, you know, what you absorb. Well, for our really technical people, you know, they probably want one of those folks talking to them that can talk it into the ground. And for our less technical people, you know, It might help them if I'm comparing kilowatts to, you know, your hose of water and kilowatt hours to your pool you're filling, you know. So it's just how you absorb things.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great to know. Yeah, I'm definitely going to look into that next month. Because even with us moving out west, we definitely do want to get solar. So
1: 13, 12 states and then the District of Columbia that we work in. So depending on where you're working or living, you know, we might even be there.
2: Well, is Oregon one?
1: No, we do not don't worry <laughs> oh, it's Darn. We
2: have,
1: we have a whole section about going solar outside of a co-op. So there's there's stuff on the website for everybody. Oh good. Yeah.
2: Good. Yeah. That's great. Well, I will definitely check that out. <laughs> awesome. Any
0: more questions or do you wanna wrap Jeez, up here? I
2: didn't even realize we're at fifty five minutes. I know, we've been, um <laughs> we've been
0: rolling. You're gonna
1: have to edit so much. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We usually, generally, when we have a guest, it makes our editing a lot easier because when we're going back and forth talking about stuff, it's a lot to like cut out because we'll get sidetracked. But this was yeah. this has been great. So we're always That's focused. Okay. I don't know what you're I, like. I you yeah. going to like
1: come at me. I'm not going to lie with a whole bunch of questions about all the different legislation pieces and everything else that we yeah. have in play right now. I was like, oh boy, I better brush up on everything. Yeah. <laughs>
2: No, the nice thing with us recording at night is that Alex and I are both exhausted after work, so it's like kind of nice, laid back, like nice conversation. Yeah, you know, I, yes, I actually think we should Grado start having like not
1: take a morning or early afternoon slot. I don't need fresh <laughs> people <Yeah. Right>. <laughs> <laughs> for the on my speed. So, and we were watching the podcast the other day where you guys were talking about the um, Allen wrenches.
0: Oh, my gosh. And
1: yeah. Both Todd and I looked at each other simultaneously, and I was like, oh, thank goodness he didn't hit some sort of weird security torque. He would have never figured out what it needed to get into there. So right. it could have yeah. been worse than an Allen wrench. No, right.
2: Yeah, we're actually, I think we're going to get some branded Allen, Allen wrenches for our merch store when it goes live. <laughs> Just living electric, living, oh, my gosh, I can't speak, living electric Allen wrenches. <laughs> it's, Best so if you want one, we'll ship you two them.
1: Best <laughs> <of> them. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. bunch from, you know, like Ikea and then 3D print something and put it right. together yourself.
2: <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, anytime we can't afford something for the club to give away, then I'm always like, what can I craft?
2: Yeah, so. <laughs> right, yeah. That's more character. That
1: stuff too. Yeah. yeah, it does. <laughs> well, you know, one of our, one of our big giveaways one time was these hang tags that on one side talked about, I'm necessity charging. And then on the other side said, you know, I'm convenience charging. And we gave those away and every one of those were handmade. So we would print them out. I would, I had this giant hole punch that print that punched out like a three inch hole. And then we would laminate them. And then I would have to like sit, sit there and hand trim so that it didn't, you know, go across that hole from before so you know every one of those was a labor of love but people just you know adored them whenever we were giving them away but yeah so you never you never know what's gonna turn up
2: yeah Yeah, i say alex let's do it let's definitely let's talk tonight (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah you know mariah i think i actually had all my questions answered um, I really, I really wanted to talk about more solar and like your experience with, av- oh my gosh, I cannot speak to my advocacy <laughs> because with Earth Day coming up, I think it's really important to readdress that if you are interested in talking about electric vehicles or learning about it, get involved, just right. find a group yeah. and, and meet people and Absolutely. just get involved. Yeah.
1: And even after Earth Day, if you miss Earth Day, you know, or if you're really busy, you know, catch up with some of the groups afterwards. We're going to have things going on. I mean, May is going to be a big month for us. We're going to be at the State House one day um, with all the electric cars we can scrape together and we're going to have a legislator education session. So we're going to be out there giving them ride and drives and talking to them about, you know, what is different and what policies they should be working on for us. You know, throughout the summer, we tend to hit, I think all the groups tend to hit as many of the festivals and farmers markets and everything as we can, just so that we can get out there in front of people. And show them that these are everyday vehicles. You know, mm-hmm. I know that we're, as soon as our truck arrives, we've already got like the groups are lining them up for us. They're like, "Hey, you know, Cincinnati, we'd like to see you down here. <laughs> hey, you know, we're going to be, you know, Will your truck be here in time? You know, the Dragons game for Dayton." And I was like, "We hope so. That's June. You know, optimistically speaking, you know, build week <laughs> shouldn't be that long, but we'll have to wait and see. You know." And, Everybody's like, I'm like, well, we're just gonna get to go on a tour of Ohio in our track. But that's yeah, it's fine with us. We already Everybody's do that. I love it. You know, the Nero has went everywhere. So
2: Yeah. Right. Start charging an attendance fee. <laughs> Dollar to ride. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> well, you know,
1: half the events I went to, we end up paying for things with them. So like whenever we've been invited out to, you know, View Cyrus is a good example. I was their first charge. They had me there, you know, to do their ribbon cutting and everything else. And I paid for my charge.
0: Of course. Even, like, up with the for even free. Get a gift card you know? or anything.
1: Like, I didn't even need that charge to get home, but I hooked up just so that they could all get pictures of it. And it cost me like three dollars in charges, and I'm like, well, that's just part of advocacy, I guess.
2: Yep. <laughs> it's a tax write-off.
1: up here.
0: <laughs>
2: i've funny. never
1: tried for that i might have to start yeah, oh.
2: keep your receipts no <laughs> My receipts. Yep. i'll just start
1: That's tying funny. everything for work in and be like yeah. oh i promised i was out for solar stuff right. you know But i feel bad for that though because the gas mileage is what they want to claim on that and i'm like it does not cost me that much to drive electric to here <laughs> Especially whenever my solar produced my power to get here. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You're just paying for something for me. I'm not sure what yet, but. Yeah,
0: that's funny. (laughs) Cool. So we'll wrap up here. Where can everybody find you or I guess Drive Electric Columbus if they want to come to an event or see what you're up to?
1: DriveElectricColumbus.com. We'll keep it nice and simple. Um, We have info at DriveElectricColumbus.com as our email address. So everybody can write in on there, you know, and get a hold of whoever they're looking for. Um, our website has a ton of information from upcoming events, um, links for all the legislation that we know about that's in play in Ohio. So you'll find 277 and 307, which are both Senate bills. Um, one of those is, I think, slowing down and probably not so much emotion and the other one is gearing up to really be in motion. Um, so 307 is the accelerating Ohio's auto industry bill. Um, and there'll be a big promotional going on about that. Um, So make sure you check out that section. We have resource pages, which show, you know, apartments in our area that have charging. We have, you know, all the links to all of our upcoming events, um, be it meetings or Earth Day or anything that we, you know, can put on there. So you can pretty much find it all at DriveElectricColumbus.com.
0: Perfect. We'll have that link below. And uh, thanks so much for being on. We appreciate it.
1: Yeah, no problem.